Hey y'all, I've been thinking about what I really wanted to talk about today, and I think today I want to touch on sex and celibacy and control, and it kind of just came to me, I was listening to my music, and Lizzo's Truth Hurts kind of came on, and How to Hate came on, and I just kind of thought about my past experience with a lot of people that I've had sex with and the journey that I'm currently on now with celibacy. And I'm only at the beginning of my journey with celibacy, but it's honestly helped so much to really think about myself and what I was allowing for myself and those personal sexual relationships and it's just kind of allowed me to sit back and analyze like I said not only myself but who I was allowing around me who I was dedicating my time and thoughts to and even though it's been many people they have kind of all been the same in many different ways. And I find that majority of the people who I've been, we'll say quote unquote, friends with benefits with over the years, like I remember losing my virginity and this guy told me that He didn't want a relationship. That's not where he was at, you know, and I was like, okay, well, then I don't really want to have sex with you again if that's going to be the case. And, you know, then later on, we did have sex again, like probably like a year later. But after he broke my virginity, he got into a relationship with someone who I was friends with. And that kind of ended me and her friendship and not even because they got in a relationship, it was more so she didn't even know that me and him had sex. And then she got into a relationship blindedly, I guess. And then she was somehow for some reason upset with me. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? But I think he made it seem like they had sex, we had sex after they got together I don't know you know I don't think men really know how to tell their truth um and speaking of not telling their truth I think when it comes to being friends with benefits they truly cannot handle it because like I said I've seen so many of the ones I was um friends with benefits with as soon as I would get and sorry as soon as I would get in a relationship, um, they would automatically feel some type of way. And it's kind of just like how, not even just inconsiderate, but how selfish of you to not only sit here and tell me like, all you really want from me is the sex and you don't want a relationship, but you're telling me in my face that you're you know, you want a relationship, you want a a companion, you want someone to come home to or to like talk to 
And then when you have that right in front of you, it's kind of just like, oh, this isn't good enough. And obviously, you know, I'm going to link it back to me being a bigger girl. And so it's kind of just like in my head, it's like, why for you am I only good enough to have sex with, but not to be seen with? But it's crazy because like, I've been in public with majority of these people as well. Like whether we went to school together or like we went to grab something to eat together or just being outside the house in general. It's crazy because, and I mean, maybe it's just because they weren't being seen directly with me, like in a relationship, we didn't have a title. So people wouldn't know we're together and but I don't really know how that would all correlate either. But what I did notice, like I said, once I get into these relationships or just decide that I no longer want to speak to them, then I feel like that's when the crazy and the control comes out. Because I'll say one of the friends with benefits I had, it was someone I knew from high school. And we also went to college together. And we ended up having sex again and rekindling that type of sexual relationship. And this person kind of just was trying to convince me that they didn't have anyone else and I was the only person they were having sex with but it's like sometimes you just know that's a lie and for me I was you know in the mindset of okay we're not together if he is having sex with other people I can't be upset about it but every single one of them you know I told them please be truthful about having sex with other people if you are Um, just for safety reasons, you know, like, I don't know, I don't have to know who it is specifically, but I would like to know at least how many, if it's more than one or two, because, you know, you're kind of having sex with whoever that person's having sex with. And I don't judge a person about how many people they've had sex with or are having sex with. But at some point, it's just like you don't want to be having sex with someone who's having just random sex with every single person, Um, especially while they're having that sex with you and frequently. Because if we're having sex frequently and you're having sex frequently with other people, like are you having unprotected sex? Are you having safe sex? Or like, what what is the case? And then it's kind of like, you want to know your history or what these people look, even just look like. Because if they look like they don't have good hygiene, then would it like, it's a whole, it's a whole dynamic, I feel. But once I realized that most of these guys, like I said, I don't want to talk to them or I don't want to be in a relationship, then they start acting crazy and the control comes in. And like, I've seen some, like, I've had a guy come to my job. I've had guys, even the one I was in a relationship with, like we had kind of broken up and then he just randomly pops up at the same place that I'm at. completely out of the blue 
and another one I was friends with benefits with like I'm at a restaurant eating on my break from work and he just so happens to pop up there and it's kind of just like wow now that I no longer want to speak to you or see you now you're kind of asserting yourself in my private space in my personal life and it's really because they can't fathom not having that control and not being the only person that is able to validate me I'll say because you know I kind of feel like maybe they're thinking in their head she doesn't deserve better or she won't get any better than me so I'm just going to make myself known because I've even had one of them, like I said, show up to my job, not only just show up to my job, but even when we were having sex, um, this person showed up to my job with another girl. And I feel like a lot of them do these things to get a reaction out of you, to see what you're going to say and what you're going to do and how you're going to go about a situation. So it's more like they just want to see, they just want to see you in action and see how you feel. Are you going to let your feelings get the best of you? And It's crazy because, like, that was my first time, and it was crazy because I've always thought, what if I see this motherfucker in my job with another girl, and then, boom, the day comes. And I honestly, like, I kind of felt some type of way because I'm like, hmm, you know, this person, we're having sex. I can't be upset, like I said, because we're not together. But you lied to me and said you weren't messing with anybody or you weren't being you weren't seeing anybody. And then I actually see you at my job with someone else. So it's kind of like I've been waiting for the day to come. It's kind of just like maybe I manifested it for it to come or it was just bound to happen. And I wouldn't even say because the city is so small because you could have eaten anywhere in the city and you chose specifically my job where you know that I work. So, like, obviously you're going to run into me at some point. And, you know, I saw them together and my heart didn't really drop, but I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, even at that time, I was a lot more petty than I say I am today. And... I still didn't find the need to have to be petty right there at the table or even at my job because this is my place of work. I'm You're not going to make a fool of me at my job. I'll be damned. So, you know, I kindly went and delivered their food. And I was like, y'all, y'all enjoy your, your meal because you're not going to take me out of my place, especially not at my place of work. Then, you know, time rolls by. Then this person starts going to the bar at my job. Like, come on now. You said you don't even like me. You don't want to be seen with me. You want a girlfriend. You don't want to be with me. Why are you showing up at my place of work? You could get food from anywhere. You can go anywhere and have a drink at a bar. And you're specifically choosing my job. And then going to come to my job and act like you don't see me. Like, come on now. It's all about getting that reaction. And like I said, I feel like it's just because of a lack of control it's kind of like if they're not in control in control and they're not the main one you're catering to they get upset and they can't handle that 
and even this person like it came around Valentine's Day one year and obviously we're not together so it's like I can't expect anything from you as much as I wanted to because I did like this person at the time but I knew it wasn't gonna happen and then boom you see this person on on the internet and he's with another girl not even the same girl he brought to dinner not that long ago but he's with another girl getting gifts giving gifts at a nice dinner going out having fun you know you put it on your story so I'm gonna watch it I'm not gonna react to it but I'm like okay so now you just let me know you know the more you post and the more you just let me know how I should handle you and then it's crazy because this person would get upset if I would even just post a message between me and another guy or like guys being thirsty in my dms and i can't say that i didn't post it just to see what he would say and get that reaction but i was getting more of a reaction out of him than he was getting out of me and you doing i feel like you're going above and beyond so it's really just like a petty thing at the end of the day but like things like that like being that type of toxic person it's just like something i've had to learn to let go because that's really not going to get you anywhere And it's kind of just like, come on now, we're adults. Let's convey our emotions properly. Let's communicate properly. And when it comes to, like I said, having these sexual partners, these friends with benefits, it's like you want to have, I feel like it's really just everybody just wanting to have that one person to go to to always have sex with when you are just horny and like you just don't want the commitment of having to answer to someone of having to actually be in a relationship and actually want to communicate but I feel like in any type of relationship because even a friends with benefits is really just a relationship without a title you know, you do have to communicate at some point. Because for me, what I found is like, I prefer the communication, even if we're not talking about us getting in a relationship. Like, I always found it that the people I was just having sex with, like, we were talking about things, we were talking about our life. I can genuinely enjoy a good present moment in time, you know, of having sex and having just like one-on-one conversation. And then we go on about our day. If that's what it is, then that's what it is. But it's kind of just like, don't continue to do that because it's always them that kind of just bring up that false sense of hope of like, oh, I think I'm starting to want a relationship, but they always leave out, you know, the with you. And for me, it's like, baby, you don't have to want a relationship with me, but you got to be honest with yourself because I feel like a lot of times they do catch feelings and they just don't want to admit that they've caught feelings especially not for the bigger girl for some reason they just want to fuck 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 and have sex with the bigger girl mind you it's not like i'm three on my 300 pound 600 pound life just a bigger thicker girl and it's like y'all want to have sex with these type of women but y'all don't want to commit to them, but y'all are catching feelings. But then it makes me feel like, are they feelings of actually wanting them or is it feelings of control? And I'll say probably 85% of those feelings are probably control or maybe even 70%. But it's just funny because men 
how crazy they say women are and the things that they do and above and beyond that they say we do because of them, I've honestly seen it come from them because of us, because we're a little more lax or we get tired of wanting to deal with them and we get tired of wanting to have that shitty ass relationship of even just being friends with benefits or being in an actual intimate committed relationship and it's kind of like whenever they see that you're done with that bullshit then they start to acting crazy but it's really because you know at the end of the day you are not going to find anyone better than me And kudos to the person that you do find after me. And you're still in this place of ignorance and hurt. Because she gonna have to deal with that. And she's gonna have to go on her own journey. Or he or they or whoever you're with after. And that's personally how I feel. Whoever you deal with after me, it's like I don't have any hard feelings towards them. Because I know what I saw and I know what I was given. And I know at some point, it's like, I just don't want to deal with that anymore. Like, that's not for me. You've caused so much hurt and pain. And it's just, why? like, I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. And it's crazy because, like, my, I don't even want to say a high school sweetheart. I'll just say the person I dated throughout high school into college. Like, this person wanted to have kids and wanted to be married but honestly it's just because of the money side and I also say it stems from not liking their immediate or maybe even some sort of extended family and so really they just wanted to have kids to kind of you know be the parent they wish they had but it's still like this person clearly isn't ready to be a parent and for me I knew I didn't want kids at that time and I'm still in a place where it's like do I even want kids in the world that that is today but I knew even at how young we were I didn't want kids I didn't want to be married and it's not that I didn't want the commitment but it's kind of just like I knew subconsciously it was just going to be for the money and I knew I was going to be happy So I wasn't going to tie myself into something that was going to cost a lot or be a lot of give and take when it came to ending that when I feel like not being married, you can honestly just up and leave. It's that simple. And I remember just, you know, still keeping the relationship after not wanting to be married and It just kind of progressively gotten worse. And I remember being at the the point where I was in my life to like just kind of wanting to rekindle that relationship and keep that relationship and keep that person because I genuinely had a love for this person. But I was still allowing this person to hurt me, to damage me mentally, emotionally. Um... And then even physically, I was just, I was going through a depression. I was gaining a lot of weight and I knew this person was becoming less attracted to me. And it's kind of like when you feel it, you don't really want to believe it. And so I was really just in a state of denial and still thinking like, 
I love this person. I want to be with this person. Like he will change. I will change for him. And it's just like, you can't be in a state like that where you want to change for somebody. You got to want to change for yourself. And like this person ended up moving along and having a child and being married, like not even a year or two out of the relationship. And it's kind of just like, for me, it was like, damn, you kind of did that fast. Like, and I don't think it was really at the time. Yes. It was kind of like a place of hurt. Cause it's like, you truly don't love someone. If you just move on that swiftly, at least for me, that's like my idea and concept because like you have to give yourself time to actually process what the fuck you just went through. Like, whether like I said it's an intimate relationship or a friendship like sometimes you have to step back and take that time to yourself and think like damn like what was I put through what did I put someone through what like what was that whole thing about where did everything go wrong and not saying because you do this you have to fix that relationship but it's kind of just like you would think that people would want to take that time and figure that out but honestly a lot of people do not and I feel like I was stuck in that cycle where like I didn't want to um acknowledge who I was and who I was letting what I was letting people do to me and finally at this big grown age I'm at a place where like I'm I'm okay with taking accountability for the shitty things that I've done and acknowledging that at some parts of my life, I was a bad person. I was a bad friend. I was a bad partner. I was a toxic partner. I was an abusive partner, whether it be physically, emotionally, verbally. And, you know, you have to forgive people as well. Even if that doesn't mean, like I said, mending that relationship and coming back together. But at some point, you do have to forgive because especially when we're around the same age or we're really just all going through life um, from different perspectives and different um, backgrounds and cultures and uh, different types of parenting styles, um, even if we do all seem to be toxic, like not all everyone in the world, but I'll say like me and the people I've come across, you know. It's just like you have to be able to forgive those people who hurt you because at some point they didn't know better and they're not in a proper headspace to be that self-aware. And it's okay to not be self-aware at some point, but at some point later on, you have to want that for yourself. And you have to want to be able to be aware of what's going on around you and the patterns. And I feel like when it comes to celibacy, you know, for me, it's helped, that's what has helped me take that step back and just take a deeper dive into my own brain, my own creativity, my whole just mental structure of just the patterns I've been dealing with when it came to sexual partners because 
it just I'm just always I was always wondering at some point more so when I was younger was like what is wrong with me like why doesn't this person want to stay with me or what did I do wrong and it's not always going to be you or just you like it's definitely I say a 50-50 concept but I saw a video that was like the moment you start asking yourself what's wrong with you that's the problem like you may not have a problem but once you start asking yourself what's wrong with me then that's when the problem kicks in and I feel like that's more so because you know it's not really what's wrong with you it's with what's wrong with the patterns and the people that you're picking or attracting to you because I'll say my very first boyfriend like I definitely manifested that and like I just said in the last episode the last kind of fuck buddy I just had I manifested him as well so it's kind of just like history will repeat itself and you got to be able to know who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with so why not want to be able to take that time to yourself of being alone and you know for me it was like I thought I could never not have sex I think the last time I went probably like a year without having sex was literally after I lost my virginity but that was at the very beginning of having sex so honestly for 13 14 years I didn't know what consensual sex felt like You know, I didn't know what consensual sex was. And then lost my virginity at 14. And guess what? From 14 to 15, I didn't have sex. And that's a whole year of like just being by myself. And I feel like even then I still didn't take that time to be like, what do you really want? What it like, why? Like, what do you want from a relationship? What do you want from sex? But once again, you're 15. You don't know what the fuck you want. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. But now, at the age of 23, like, I'm old enough and grown enough to understand that concept of, like, what do you want in a relationship? What do you want from sex? Like, do you need to be in the culture of having fuck buddies? And for me, it's a no. I think I've just done fuck buddies and hookups one night stands I've done it all I've lived through it I'm learning from it and that's really all I can do with everybody that I've lost or everybody I've had sex with or just the people I've come through figuratively and literally (laughs) like the people I've gone through it's kind of just like it made me now to a point where like I just want to take a step back and focus on me because I've just been giving so much of myself in so many different ways to so many different people and nobody appreciated anything about me it's like they wanted to appreciate those things in secrecy and live in in denial I'll say and then start getting crazy and hectic. And so it's kind of just like, I'm ready to leave that craziness alone. I'm ready to leave all that tragedy behind. And I'm ready to focus on me. And I feel like once I actually sat back and stopped having sex and 
just started using my brain a little bit more and quit abusing drugs and alcohol like it really started to bring and I started praying for clarity at one point too so the more within each day that I go through I feel like I learn so much more about myself and that's what kind of got me on this journey of becoming self-aware and starting to love myself a little bit more and appreciating who I am and what I know that I bring to the table. Um, and so what I will end this episode with is a Hindu proverb that says, the purpose of life is to recognize the essential oneness of existence the higher aspect of the individual self through adherence to one's duty in life. 